Welcome to Automation Advocates, a show where we will talk about automation, manufacturing, and meet some of the personalities that are involved in the industry and get their perspectives. We hope you enjoy listening as much as we enjoy creating. Thanks, and here's the show. The original squad return. Core squad. Hello. The core. This is the where trinity. the rings the rings <laughs> come from. If this is a tree. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I could make a lot of God jokes there, but I'll just be kind. So don't want to offend Tracy in Kentucky. <laughs> or is it Jim Bob? I don't know. We've had a lot of friends in the, over the years. A lot of friends. A lot of friends. Oh, speaking of friends, shout out to Tim. Tim got his F one fifty lightning today. I got a picture of it. Cool. Ooh. Um, and it was plugged in with the little plug. Sweet. Did you put a Generac generator in the back just in case? Has anybody seen those photos? Yeah. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I, I love the idea of an electric truck, char, whatever you got, motorcycle. But uh, it's hard to argue with the other side sometimes when they post those photos and the the meme just wins. Yeah. <laughs> kind of weird. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. I, I'm assuming he has not put a generator in the back, but I think he literally just got it. So yeah, I, I mean, anxious not to, to hear. Not to derail the topic today, of which we're trying to talk about, which is vision-based safety and automation. Wow, that's a mouthful for people that don't know what we're talking about. But um, I think it's interesting that if you want to actually take a breath and look at where we're what we're living through right now, mm-hmm. in terms of this transition in how we move people around i mean we're literally trying to do it on all fronts air land and sea you know there's like a hydrofoil electric motor battery powered boat really out of i believe denmark called canapa and it is imagine a chris craft quality boat that deploys hydrofoils are you wow. familiar with how hydrofoils yep. work? So the boat rides above the water. It gets up and above it. Yeah, and and then in Denmark, like you ferrying is a big deal, right? When you need it for some locations, you don't have the depth through the channels. Right, and you don't want to have the no. wave, dis, you know, the weight, disruption, yeah. you know, of hurting and like knocking your neck around. So I believe you're right around 450 large for this. Plus or minus. And it looks amazing. It's like hmm. buying your own roller coaster and being able to deploy it anywhere it's wet. And it's 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 controlled, it's smooth, it's luxurious, and it's green. Now, there's part of me that says, what happens if you ditch it into a rock and that lithium, you know, it's sealed. I'm sure they've taken they've great engineers over there. Think of the software and hardware integration you have to have for oh, a immensely. boat. Right, and then life safety. Right, that's the thing. Boats don't generally have brakes. No. Right. We have Candela. Candela. Thank you. Sorry. Ch- Shout out me to me a hot minute to find it. I'm great at spelling foreign words. It's probably it's a made up word for all I know. <laughs> we won't hold it against you. Yeah. Top speed thirty knots, range fifty seven nautical miles. Your description is pretty spot on. Um. His memory is good, just his spelling is bad. Oh, and they have a 30-seater. Oh, that's a rendering. That's not a real one. That's the intent. That's the fairy market they're trying to approach, Mm. right? Because where's your high usage at? But then you're going to run into the classic problem. You're telling me you're going to have ship-to-shore power connection of 800 volts DC so you can do a turbocharge at lunch? Like you said, that comes back into your peers. And having the shores and the ability, how am I going to charge that? How am Correct. I going to dock it? How am I going to get on Correct. and off it? Yep. How do I do the four and a half? Oh, what was the joke we did on the previous episode? It was four and a half megawatts of energy at one Flying J truck stop yeah. yes. in a weekend. And if you're doing a commercial ferry operation, like my question is, it's like, why did Tesla go the way they did? They did a complete encompassing idea, right? From solar panels mm-hmm. to power wall to charging stations, to charging network, to cars, to the manufacturing of the car, to the alloy of the of the car, to the machines that squeeze the alloy of the car. Like, holy cow, we're living through a transition where people are solving problems that weren't even considered because the problem that 
was created wasn't created until you created the solution to the problem that you thought you have, which is what we think we have, right? I mean, not to be a denier yeah, of yeah. climate that, change or whatever you want to call it. That sounds like the Back to the Future plot line, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, so here's here's my one... But we got Zero Avia doing it on airplanes. We've got... I saw a Lucid Air driving Highway 62 earlier this month. Then that one EV of the year was like $130,000 Mercedes-Benz S-Class inspired super sedan with arguably the best electric motor tech ever developed. I mean, the thing has this sick, uh, in the stator, the actual uh, windings of the stator, they were designed to distribute the, I believe it's transmission uh, coolant through so it's probably one of the best YouTubes in the whole wide world is the, the chief engineer of Lucid describing how they make their motors and why okay, their stuff is awesome. <laughs> it's an hour long. And if you like electric motor control, it's fantastic. So here's my, my one constraint around the boat, the question I have. And actually, you might this might be in part of, the, well, it's a different argument for planes. With the boats, like water? Specifically, salt water and, and the air. environment. Correct. Crazy wicked gross. So, like, do they just have to fully pop? I lost somebody. Yeah, it's me. My mic keeps cutting out. I don't know. Loose, You're back. Loose wires. 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 Get some cage clamps. Um, where's your mic stand? <laughs> but, but that would be my worry, right? Is, like, even on... You know, fishing boats and things like that. Like, corrosion's real. Yeah, but I mean, all these guys play in that space, one way or the other, right? Yeah. I mean, look at Wago has all those marine marine standards, right? You've got, you know. Yeah, it's not a connectivity problem. It's a. But you have encapsulation, right? Sure. And they've, I mean, electric boats aren't new. We've got submarines in our history and in our life right now. No, I know, I know. And we're, you know, you know, you've got that big controversial, allegedly, decision to share sub secrets with uh, Australia, right? But then to bring it back, watch this, watch this. I'm going to land this plane. <laughs> Safety is inherently being an, isn't being addressed, and is another problem we're solving with the uh, transition we're going through mm-hmm. in electric propulsion of human beings, because. Inherently, there's more software already in the base product, and therefore, they're developing <laughs> all these vision-based safety systems. I believe Mr. Musk said LiDAR loses, vision wins, and we understand that because vision is able to differentiate with greater resolution the difference between a billboard and a stop sign or what was it? Was it, it was a billboard and a, a semi, right? I think it was a problem they had to solve at Tesla at one sure, point. Sure, sure. Right? And then more recently, I saw this thing called a Guardian bandsaw mm-hmm. used in manufacturing. It's, they, they claim to have uh, Tyson and Smithfield and uh, Hormel and, and many foundries as well as, you know, where they cut off the gating for a part. And it's a, I believe it's 265 Newton force break that statically breaks the blade without breaking the bandsaw blade and resets in eight seconds. That's impressive. So they were doing demos where you can watch this demo where they put a, a, that rubber glove when you don't want to get, you know, blistered skin when you're washing your dishes. Yeah. They put a rubber glove, blue one over a mannequin hand on the end of a PVC stick. And then they have, because safe, the number one thing in safety and automation, folks, is redundancy. Yes. When you hear safety, it's at least backed up. You don't jump out of an airplane with one shoot. You jump out with two. Two shoots. What is it? Duality, diversity, redundancy. Correct. Correct. So in the instance, it's a 265 newtons. Check that out if it's two. Is it kilonewtons or newtons if you're checking it out there, producer man? Uh, so it is in watts, 265 kilowatts of energy. Is what they have for stopping force? 
yeah, that's what it says. The braking system can absorb up to 265 kilowatts of energy in a safety activation without damaging the blade and can reset in 12 seconds. I thought it was eight. Well, there was another comment down below that says it resets in eight. So I maybe it's fast. It's fast. And it might depend on how, because it's probably a regenerative electric thing right it, so it's it was, a matter of how was, much juice you're stopping it looked like it was solenoid fired spring loaded brake so for what that's worth this would have saved a kid in my uh eighth grade class's finger totally i mean mm-hmm. they claim like 230 billion operations or something like that 230 million products cut 1 million running hours Eight second reset. Zero injuries. Zero injuries. So the demo they have on there, if you check it out, they have that hand on a stick and they swoop right against the, the serrations of the blade and it immediately clangs, stop, and you get what if my, what I could communicate to the listener as if you had a longer fingernail and you, you pressed it against your opposite hand for like, Two seconds, you got a, a little red mark or a depression in your skin. Mm-hmm. That's it. Wow. Right? It doesn't it doesn't even scratch you. So what's interesting about this for me And is, it has the redundancy in these like um you the user wears blade, you know, the this the mesh Kevlar, hands, yeah. And then there there's a indication it's done with a four camera vision system. Right, so I believe on cars now you're seeing cars being deployed with anywhere from I think a minimum of four cameras and mm-hmm. and upwards of thirty, right? Um, you know, and some do it with radar and or lidar and uh, vision, but this blade because it's a fixed point, right? It's a pretty predictable zone in which you need to monitor. So anything approaching it. Even at, imagine the speed variation they have to monitor. Well, that's what I'm, that was my first thought was. The capturing of it, the translating of it, and the acting on it—it is so fast, so fast that it has the camera has to identify something has entered the zone, so they must be catching at the edges of the zone. And imagine you slip. Uh huh. That's fast, right? You your hand slips off a slanted uh, piece of aluminum, and because of some shaving or some s and. Your finger dives straight at that blade, and that blade's doing what? Eighteen hundred RPM. Well, it's measured in meters per second because it's a Bandsaw. band, not a rotation. Yeah, yeah but yeah, F- fast is the answer. Fast. So it should cut your finger off, and then but, some. <laughs> but it stops, and then you 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 hum like a couple you know bars of uh, Britney Spears, and then bang, it, you can go again. Wow, it's a great world. I don't well, know why people are complaining. I mean, and that's what happened with so the kid I was in wood class with, nineteen ninety eight uh, six. This would have been earlier than that. Wow, ninety four, ninety five. Wow, primitive years. <laughs> I know. Um, so picture like a eight by eight log, or maybe a four by four log that's a foot tall, right? Trigger warning, blood coming. Yeah, so this kid's uh, trying to make a square object into a cylindrical object. It's a good practice. Yeah, and uh, using the bandsaw to cut those corners off of there. It's a tough choice. And uh, lo and behold, when you get towards the edge and that blade lets loose, your part slips a little bit, yeah? Ouch. Didn't you guys have uh, a safety briefing at the beginning of Woods class that day, or is it just once a year? Uh, great question. Probably once a year, and I happen to be safety glasses. Doesn't that count as safety? Ship. These are developing <laughs> brains. I mean, we're talking about a fifteen-year-old. He's barely over the halfway point. Yeah, <laughs> no. maybe fourteen. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a regression in brain chemistry around thirteen years of age. I believe, especially for males, it reverts them back to about six. Yeah, and we're putting power tools in their hands. And we're just hoping the glasses work. Big yes. ones. Hilarious. So it went through this He's index pointing finger. pointing to the index finger below about, the first knuckle yeah, from his palm. Halfway through the middle finger. Wow. Um, so totally a day-ruining event for everyone involved. Totally. Um, Is there an audible gasp? I don't know. So I was in the, uh, I was in the next room over working on uh, 
this would have been old, old AutoCAD, whatever the current version was in 1994, yeah. 95. Yeah. Windows 98. <laughs> or, or it might have even been DOS. 95? Basically pen and paper. Yeah. 486SX processor. Exactly that. So we, uh, so everyone, like, they shoot everyone into the room that I was in, and they're like, Oh, now you got people looking over your shoulder. Well, it, and they're like, Yeah, man, this guy, this kid just cut his finger off. And I was like, Oh. So who picked it up? I, <laughs> not it. I don't know. I didn't even go around. I didn't go back into the shop. Like, shit was shut down, right? So when you go over. get your, position as woods teacher do you think you have an over under of like two accidents and you're fired i was just thinking the same thing the liability uh the insurance uh the audit really i mean i mean i know in the 90s the attorneys weren't nearly as good as they are now but 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 i also think so i don't know anything about attorneys that's just a joke but this this is very much targeted towards the meatpacking market right well, um, yeah. I mean, I saw it because it was relevant to a foundry I was exploring. T- totally both, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, but my suspicion is it was born in meat because that's the first bullet in all their success stories they've well, got. Well, yeah, and it's thing. a stainless steel monster. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I would say... I mean monster in the best possible way. You need a big piece of equipment to cut apart a cow, <laughs> and this is used to do that. And yeah. it's great. Oh, yeah. It's also a great way to slice the gating off your favorite V8 engine or your new battery... Uh, cradle yeah or anything else Correct. Right? in terms of you know castings and but metal manipulation but back to competency level because we've all been into meat processing plants yes maybe the same competency level as a seventh or eighth grade middle school oh the, the, the sales process is dope right it's like hey man <laughs> Do you want to pay somebody $25 an hour because you need them to be capable of protecting <laughs> oneself? Or do you want to pay somebody $20 an hour, run them th- and run three shifts because it's easier to find those people and not have to worry about them not being able to show up because they're digit one down? And remember, folks, fun fact, the thumb is worth more than your eye. Yes, because you can is. still see if you lose an eye, but you can't grip a baseball, or a glove, or a screwdriver. Pulsable thumbs is what separates us from the animals, isn't that how that works? The, yeah, all of them, <laughs> including Unless you're the a chimp. Yeah, they're quasi pulsable. <laughs> and and it looks like they have a whole like they've thought this through. Here's a static table, shoot table, slide table. They've spent some time working on this I to build all I believe the accessories. They're kiwis. Uh, I'll tell you in a second here. Hang on. Who we are. Let's check it out. This is uh, GuardianBandsaw.com. I mean, they're, they're located in the United States in Omaha, somewhere in the middle of America, as Adam Dirtz once said. It's been designed by the team at Kando, K-A-N-D-O. New Zealand. Got it. Fun fact, my stepmother's from New Zealand. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and their office, Omaha, Nebraska, here in the United States. Double check. That's two for me. (laughs) Memory still works. (laughs) Naysayers. So that's crazy, right? It's It's machine safety with vision. So Mm -hmm. then here's the best part. Nearby, I saw a different way to do it. Yeah? You put a five-axis Yaskawa arm Mm -hmm. robot. In a cell, yeah, you have a pass-through window with yep. with a light curtain. Yep, right. You shove, I don't know, heavy bike inside of this dingo, okay, and working in concert with the Yaskawa arm, which by the way can has has at uh, at nine and three has two different rotary motors, spinning blades, okay, huh. and okay. then and then coming off the nose. So in the X plane mm-hmm. is a universal tool cripper, right? Uh-huh. And then at the negative in the X plane, it spins. Right? You with me? Yep. So it spins, articulates. Imagine it's, it is your hand, okay? But on yep. the sides of your hand, you got two spinning blades. So you're scary and functional. 
Okay. And so then in working in concert with you in that cell, it, you ever seen how a car gets uh, aligned, Sarah? Yes. Right? It has those two, a big wingspan Batman looking thing with two cameras pointed basically at the center of the space ahead of it. It has a smaller version of that. There's a term for this, nerd man. You're supposed to know what these things are called. It's a vision system that looks has a is, it's a 3D well, vision stereo. system. Yeah, yeah, stereo, stereo vision, you. stereo Thank 3D you. vision. Yeah. yeah, put that in the glossary. Yeah. Anyway, and they're working in concert with each other, right? Yeah. So that's the eyes of the robot. Yeah. But the eyes aren't mounted directly on the robot, so you have to you know hmm. extend your mind, folks. All right. Right. So anyway, back to where I shoved my bike with all the gating into the space. They told me that they could because they showed me a cut duck, cast duck, okay? Mm-hmm. And the cast duck has feathers. And I can see the detail. I'm going to use an improper biological term, the hairs of the feather. Oh, the uh, yeah, so the individual threads or whatever. Correct. Yep. yep. Right? You could see all that, and they could cut the gating off prior to getting to the point where you would refine that. Huh. Right. So they're doing what the bandsaw is doing at a higher level of sophistication with the same level of safety. Correct. You're getting to a finished product or closer to a finished product in a manner in which, hey, so I think you're right. The primary market is cutting apart big animals and not doing what I just suggested, which is a more sophisticated. But it all depends on the sophisticated of the application of the part, X, Y, Z. You know, well, you're well, not going mean- to slice and dice a, a, a whole cow in the detail you would a I set would, of wheels. I was just thinking the same thing. The level of detail and the quantity. Correct. How many bikes would you do versus how many cows we have to come through? Funny enough, though, and I didn't get this confirmed, but my imagination says I'm right. They're basically the same price. The saw? The saw and the robot. Oh, maybe. Maybe. They're between $100,000 and $200,000. Sure, sure. Okay, and I'm not. I don't think I'm pissing anybody off by saying that. That's that's what they are, mm-hmm. right? And so that's fascinating, right? Fascinating, because there's two different levels of product. There's two level, two different levels of interaction with mm-hmm. the youth, the human being, right? And safety's inherent in both. Correct. No cuts. Mm-mm. So the one with the robot was that from Veo Robotics? No. Uh, talk amongst yourselves I'll tell you well that's another one that I've noticed where it's a PC stereo cameras has a little computer running some magic inside of it and uh, will actually get you down to a PLD category 3 oh you're going to explain that nerd Uh, no if you're listening to this you probably already know what that means but no they don't Come on. You think my grandma knows everything about safety level? I hope your grandma's listening. Give a 90-second blurb on that calc that you just dropped out there. Uh, so there's different, uh, they call it performance levels. That's what um, PL and the PL level D means. Yep. Uh, and there's different letters. So they start, uh, and I'm actually pulling up the chart. Uh, so it's all a mathematical equation, right? So how, what's the probability of dangers of failure per hour is how this chart is showing. So, uh, PLA through E is how it's rated E being the safest or least probable D being right above that, um, but D is where most of your, uh, I'd call it general industrial machinery will live. Mm-hmm. Um, short of something that like can destroy a city, right? Like if it's a refinery where someone can wipe stuff out, uh, the, well, the level goes up. There are different calculations. So the PL levels you're talking about are for machines, industrial safety. Very true. Very when true. Looking at... Um, as you were starting to say, leveling a city, now you're getting into process safety, different calculations, but it's on the severity and the frequency is where they're doing the math. Yep. Right. 
or you also have SIL levels, which are corresponding levels based on slightly different standards if you're looking at IEC versus NFPA. Right. And these are derived from risk assessments and then also kind of the failure ratings that are associated with the different products, right? right? Yeah, each component has its own failure rating. So there's math on the components, as you were saying earlier, Charlie, regarding the redundancy. Mm-hmm. What, How often might this part fail versus that part, um, as well as what is the human severity? So it's a very long math <laughs> equation. I done like math. I was going to say Justin's favorite. It's the best. Um. But yeah, so I, I guess let's it see. It was the, uh, uh, online resources, and then they have a partner that does like I want to say it was like Q Robotics. It's a it's a t- it's a tough name searching online robo- online resources on the internet. <laughs> 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 like, like that's a I mean uh, you got to call your business something, but dang, like. What's that latest joke out there? A, a, a restaurant called Chinese Restaurant Near Me is the name of it. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, nice. exactly. Yeah, it's about as original as the Dave Matthews Band. I think I fixed my microphone problem, by the way. Congratulations. Turns out if I get too close, and, and I'm Scared surprised you guys didn't hear me, uh, I think if the level gets too high for too long, it mutes it for two seconds. Mm. Just speculation. Like cool. when your phone gets too hot and has to stop charging? Yeah, what's up with that? I've been seeing that a lot lately. Depends on where you put your phone in your car when you're driving, if it gets hot from the sunshine. <sighs> and then the other guy found him. Q-Point Robotic Solutions. I'll find this here. Q-Point Robotics. Allegedly founded in 1900. I don't know how they pulled that off. Uh, I refuse to believe that to be true. Could be a typo. But, I mean, it, it just, it's neat to see what people are doing out there, you know? Sense. I mean, he's just a robot integrator who has a lot of great experience and he's got solutions. I mean, and apparently he can sell them to other people, so. And the advancements of the cameras. Yeah, it's 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 the. The vision system, I think, is exactly. what's. Exactly. So it's less, you know. Really it's, changing and yeah. evolving. I mean, I think you'd love talking to those guys. The guy I talked to was Mark. I forgot. I, I've got too many marks on my phone and I didn't do a good enough of note taking yet. Um, in my phone, so I have to go back to look at my stuff. But he he spoke with the level of confidence that I would expect you have, Justin, or would have, should you have stayed in just actually making robot solutions for your whole career. Sure, sure. Right? Like he, I I appreciated the level of confidence he had because I gave him a problem he, that I already described in this you know talk, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he crushed it. It was great. He basically told me he could take a picture of my face while I was standing there. So if I wanted to make a funny face, mm-hmm. yep. and then I wanted to take another picture of a serious face, and I had two robots, I could send those pictures to those robots, and the robots would overlay it at the depth that I choose on a pumpkin. That's wicked. Well, so... So, like, doing the bike idea... Yes and no. So, so the, and Tyler and I talked about this. On the, so we talked about what's in the tent behind you, which is the new Goo 3D printer. Okay. So um, it's like, t- is it more closer to Mission Impossible 2 or? Uh, sure. Where they yeah. make those, are they, they did it in 1, 2? I know yeah. they did it in 3, they, in yeah, they did 2. One, but they did the it's mask. The, it's it's yeah. not the pliable. It's the resin. It, yeah. But instead printing. of the, uh, and I'll show you, right? So instead of having a spool where it's like a hot glue gun on a gantry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes a picture and it, it builds a layer out of a resin goo instead of a spool. Um, where was I going? Is the tent for the safety tent. or is the, the tent, tent is for uh, aroma. keeping the aroma contained? Yeah, so it stinks. Right? It's, or? Yeah, <laughs> super, super chem heavy. Yeah, really? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. you can smell it through yeah. it everywhere. So, why don't you put it in your garage like a decent human being? Uh, Temperature control is better in the basement. Are is. you going to put a vent in? Maybe. There's already what do you Let's, have in there. Uh, you know, it might be legal <laughs> as far as later today. It might be voted legal later today. You right. Need another vent head. Yeah. <laughs> um, so in there is a uh, is the printer and a cleaner and then also like a whole floor level air purifier all in a two by two tent. Carbon. Yeah. Oh, so it's a grow. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> 
in, in how many, which we could also automate, by the way. In I mean, how many boxes of uh, baking soda anyway? <laughs> Two or three. Yeah. What's the baking soda? Oh, just to eat soak up. it up. Yeah. yeah. Soda vinegar. You know that Sparkle. one? Yeah. No. But anyway, a good one. Um, <laughs> like a gallon of vinegar. Man, my brain totally derailed. I don't know where I was going. I'm over here. Oh, Come the back. details. Yeah. Um. So one of the things that Tyler asked, and wow, that was a hell of a reach. Right, he asked last week if I had ever dabbled in any of the 3D scanners, right? Yeah. And so now, like... Did you buy one? No. Like, <laughs> I was going to say, if you whip one out right now, I'm impressed. Not like, yet. I'm like, dude, how good is it to be a Garski right now? Right. $4,000 hand yeah. scans. So, so your, your iPhone has the ability to do some of this natively now. Well, why can't I pair three iPhones together and then really do it? So you can. Or... Well, you have to write some software to do, but people are doing that today. But um, doesn't the pro have like enough cameras that it could basically do a, a lower resolution version of this? Maybe I don't have one. You have Not a pro? all of us are that fortunate. No, I have a pro iPad. I don't have a pro phone. The pro phone yeah. has three cameras. Yeah, I only have two. Um, I have, I have a but mini. anyway, so you, as long as you can get the image and digitize it, the rest goes through a normal cam processor. Oh really? Because they're just—it's just CNC out there now. Toolpath. Totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah, so, yeah. whether it's Fusion 360 or Mastercam <clears throat> or whatever, like all that does is take that image mm-hmm. and then it overlays it on the pumpkin or so. This watermelon is a benefit of the whole car uh, people transport evolution, right? The vision cameras for that are going up, as well as the need for automation is driving the development mm-hmm. of vision cameras. Because I'm sure everything we're bit. talking about right now. Is going to continue on an almost Moore's law kind of level on the camera side because I mean we're talking about processor level chips. We're talking about speed. Oh, I would think it's the server space yeah. to, to be able to. No, they're doing this. They're doing this really? on a local level. I think really? got to. They, it, I mean, it's they got to. at the local level. Yeah, it, they it's, got to. It's, it's, and it's then, a small PC. Yeah, and and they're they're doing um, what's Beckoff's protocol that they Ethercat. Yeah, they're Ethercat connected cameras. Hmm. Or it, Giggy. Or Giggy. Or fiber, man. I don't know about the fiber. I'm talking on my tail Giggy there. works. It's, okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. So yeah, like Poe cameras are gigabit. Yeah. yeah. So everybody's network now is gigabit. So your industrial network used to be ten by, uh, ten megabits ten per second. Ten base T coax. Right. Yep. Oh, yeah. And then it, w- it was a big deal. I mean, I can't. I can't <laughs> believe I'm saying this. It was probably a big deal as recent as like. 12 2012 to go to 100 megabits yeah and i'm like really like come on like we're, we're what am we're, i gonna do with all that we're pining no i knew it was ridiculous because we we're we we're already pining for gigabit internet so why wouldn't our our network need to go there right and i have customers that they, they've been installing fibers since 2010 yeah to run between chicken barns i right. mean come on man well, so the other piece that's driving the data of this, a camera is way higher, mm-hmm. yeah. or the opportunity for data is way higher than a bunch of analog signals. Right, right. So the cameras have come a long way, but I would also say what's driving this industry and what has been driving it largely has been inspection. A hundred percent. So, mm-hmm. so if you think about and and this NDD. was the one, yeah, when I talked about it last week. Uh, with Tyler in reference to 3D printing, Pharaoh has made these articulating arms, right? Just like my mic boom that you can stick on a tabletop, go down and tap, 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 and it'll map out your your datums on your, your piece part and measure yep. things. Uh, they also have like a laser scanner component of that. Totally. It'll take those encoder values off the arm and then the combination of the scanner, and you can get a 3D image on your computer there too. Correct. The resolution's higher than what you get on your phone, but, it, but it's all in the application, right? But these Q guys and these these third party guys who have this volleyball that they stick their hand into, yeah. And I'm, it's a volleyball size. You've seen this, right, Sarah? Correct. So it looks like the size of a volleyball. You stick your hand into it like it's a it's like a glove that you're trying to pretend you're Hulk an X Men. Yeah, at uh, at Halloween, okay? <laughs> and it's covered in scanners. Yeah. So you get a true 360, you know punching bag or yeah. punching glove and then you wave that around whatever you're scanning and you don't even need the datum dingo is that wrong no so things have gotten way more advanced yes and, and it's running on processing power that was arguably developed 
in 18 or 19. Like it, it, yeah. it's only going to get oh, yeah. better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and did I ever tell the story about laser trackers? Tell it. So when we were at par, uh, we would do what we call mechanical error correction. So you take a bunch of readings with lasers on your machine tool and you can figure out, okay, is my ball screw perfectly true? Uh, is there side to side in my bearing ways, right? And mathematically, you can shove all this stuff back in there and, and generate an exact true path. Sure. Well, Leica has these things called laser trackers, and I'm sure other people make them too. But Leica is Leica. Yeah, there. right. And they're pretty damn good at what they do. Yep. So you put this little glass ball with a bunch of mirrors in what they called the bird bath right in front of this thing. And this laser had a rotate and a pitch axis. And once you took that ball, you put it in the home thing, you told it, hey, it's at home, go find you. It would follow that ball in space wherever you took it. And so you could use that as your measurement point instead of having to use like laser interferometers and things like that. Um, but same same idea, right? And, and when Take you, it a step further. Give me an application. Uh, so with a laser interferometer, it's... It's a it's a head that bolts onto something, and then you've got a fixed laser on the other, and it's measuring those same things. What's the infrared piece? There's no infrared. You said it, laser interferometer. It's just the measure. What the it's a measurement tool. So infrared is. It's not an infrarometer. Yeah. Like a micrometer. And, and I could Subtitles, be wrong. Please. Right. <laughs> Closed um, captioning for there's USA. Absolutely English. lasers. Um, but it's only good at measuring straight lines. I learned what laser meant the other day in my Einstein book. Are you reading books to the kids? No, I'm reading Einstein's autobiography. <laughs> Einstein, coincidentally, gave his wife, his first wife, before he earned it, all of his Nobel Prize money. So she would divorce him. So he could, anyone, 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 immediately leave his house that he was sharing with his first wife and go and sleep at his cousin's house in her bed because she was away and he wrote her a letter. She was in the German Alps. It's hmm. nice to be here, but it's not as nice as it would be if you weren't, if you were here too. And he married his first cousin. That's weird. Yep. That's super weird. And then he won the Nobel prize for the photoelectric effect, not general relativity. It's so weird. And he gave it all most of it. To her, and and then some of it to his kids in a trust. I mean, he's no Sheldon Cooper, but I guess. And they we'll delayed it. giving it to him <laughs> a whole year because 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 he's no because they're <laughs> assholes and he was Jewish <laughs> by birth, not by practice. Um, so practical laser tracker application outside of machine tools. Let's say you've got a building, right? Mm -hmm. And let's say that building is in a. Uh, earthquake zone or some other place you're worried about it shifting or separating or moving over time or maybe you're working at the University of Minnesota in the seismic lab on some really rad MTS shaker table that you can build a house on and shake it yeah. and you want to measure it right Yeah. so you can go and put these magnetic pucks up on your structure right and so like the like, pharaoh arm yeah, it's like the suit they wear when they shoot a green screen movie CGI suit sure yeah. so you can you can set those around your structure on where you want to take measurements. So you take measurements before you run your experiment. And then after the fact, you can go put the ball back on those little spots and you can get true measurements relative in space. Cool. So laser, laser is an acronym, Sarah. It for, is for light amplification, stimulated emission of radiation. And in the so event KJ, my good buddy from Sweden, is listening, I don't know if he listens or knows we even exist. Maybe he, you could email him a sticker. I sh well, I'd have to mail yeah. mail him, not email him a sticker. Um, oh, they can't just print them in Sweden and have them. Sticker mail doesn't work in Sweden. Dude, they should have local production. Maybe continental local. Shout out to Sticker Mule. Right, we got the magnets recently. Yeah? Yeah, because Foundry Casting Systems started messing with steel, so might as well have some magnets to give away because we work with various uh, materials. Smart. Yeah. I see what you did there. Yeah, it's fun. It's a pun inside of a pun. <laughs> <laughs> but but he has a uh, a master's degree in laser application, I believe. Oh, so man. Cool. Why don't we get together for breakfast someday and get him on the phone? Oh, well, we could. Yeah. We totally could. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of the 3D vision stuff, he you worked for- You calling him down to Germany when you're over there next? Uh, I should send him a note, see if he's going to be there. Tell him um, we, we talked about him a lot. 
Yeah. But yeah. he he developed some of these. It was called, uh, company was called IVC. Sick bought them. Of course. Um, but they made a 3D line scan camera. Do a lot of the same sort of stuff. So you could take this camera, roll it over my uh, MPK Mini here, and you could get measurements and details of all that stuff. In MK, MPK Mini, for those of you at home that don't play audio games, is a fancy uh, way of manipulating music and sound with a keyboard-like device. Yeah, a little drum pad on it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. This so, yeah. vision game, I, I'm really excited to see what it's going to be like. I mean... I'm going to SPS in November, and I'm sure I'll see stuff that I'll just be like, whoa. Well, where are you going next week, Justin? Interpac. So I don't know that Interpac will have the same oh. level. Well, because Packaging has a safety component to it. Yeah, yeah. but a lot of it wanna, happens have you so seen fast that video and of that it's kid? in skids. You seen that kid in the paper plane? His, his, his uh, unbuttoned uh, button-down shirt gets caught in the, oh, in no. the spinner? Oh. I had to shut it off. I mean, I don't know if he died. I hope he didn't, but he just, he went around and around. Oh, I believe it. <laughs> I totally believe it. And, and they didn't have any, it's totally preventable. Like, there's, yeah. there's no reason you should see something spinning around when right. there isn't a, a mass on that, that axle. Right, the axle should be on a load cell tied to a yes. safety curtain, and if if there's no load on it or a load that is equal to empty, and somebody is going through a laser field, meaning it isn't weighed down, so we can make some logic, you know, work here. Shut the hang thing down. Like the dude was. I mean, he went around four times before I shut it off. Mm. Yeah, it was rough. Speaking of that, I uh, don't I, wear loose clothing around rotational. <laughs> Machines, Hair, folks. Hair, ties, jewelry, shirts, the list goes on. Yeah. yeah. All of that. Yeah. yeah. What's, the, what's yeah. the old safety thing? You can't out-safe stupid. No, you can't. <laughs> no, you can't. I just got the dress code for Interpac from uh, our company. Oh, I'm going to guess here. You're going to get company uh, nerd shoes. They're going to be like red hokas. And then you got to wear gray slacks with a black belt and uh, company polo or sweater or vest sweater combo, and you get to pick one of those three. No. Ooh, I'm intrigued. It says a uh, dark suit with a white shirt or blouse and dark shoes. That leaves a lot, a lot of room. Well, I so- dare you to go to Top Shelf in Minneapolis and get a custom thing. Then when you open up your ja- your 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 uh, your sh- your coat, jacket, yeah. not only does it look awesome on you because it fits you, yeah, okay, it has like bunch of tie dye houndstooth pattern, like <laughs> you know, like a tiger jumping out of it. You know what I mean? I wonder if I get heavy bike logo stitched in there. I know a guy, and <laughs> <laughs> but right. So if you open it up, it's always like every now and then when you kind of just br- let it breathe for a second, it kind of flashes. You know, and in, and you're like totally sincere, and then you're totally Rihanna at the Super Bowl, and then you're totally sincere again. It's just <laughs> ba ba ba. So here, here's here's another one. Speakers in it would be great. <laughs> white, Walk on song. White sneakers optional. Oh, do tell. Are you gonna go for it? Oh, dude, your feet look like polar bears if they're in white shoes. I mean, I got big, big feet. You know what white white shoes make big feet look like? <laughs> Icebergs. So my 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 shtick for the last few trade shows has been to wear red Adidas. Uh, yeah, those jump jump foam dongos. Yeah, and yeah. they're awesome. Yeah, they are. But, and I, but I would totally wear red hokas if they made a pure red hoka. But they're always like red with orange. Dude, there's all these ho- there's all these uh, uh, shoe nerds on uh, Instagram that will make you a custom pair of shoes. I'm not a sneakerhead though, dude. I know you could you could be one. I Puma's found from Germany. I'm on uh, I'm on Kohl's web web internets here. You got some Kohl cash. There's there, a Justin? there's a gold <laughs> tone sequin novelty blazer. And you've got an Amazon return, so you could <laughs> just a combo platter. Lucky. Um. Unrelated. So we've talked a little bit about ChatGPT, Tyler and I. Um, oh, we've aired don't it. Get me started on so we've ta- talked a little bit about AI, but I'm pre warning you. So Tyler was supposed to be with us today, feeling under the weather. Bummer. Ooh, this is, I, I sense uh, some foreshadowing. So we had asked ChatGPT to write a rap. Oh, no. Tyler did. We're not doing this. About automation. No, no, no. This so he read it. Old. He read it. 
Well, okay. so that 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 ship has sailed. Did you ask him to? Did you ask ChatGPT to write it in the voice of Ice Cube? No, circa nineteen eighty eight. No, but the challenge to you is to bring a rap to the table when Tyler's here. Dude, I'm a white guy. I know. You I want can me spray to have, tan you? Do you want? <laughs> Justin Trudeau. <laughs> Why do I gotta write a wipe? Can I just can I just do a poem? Sure. Okay. That'll work. Is it a yeah. haiku? Yeah. Okay. I think it's just I think it's just the novelty. He's been he's been listening and I think I think he wants to meet you. Like he's I, super I mean, he's, into yeah, it. Yeah, he's so. totally coming to in the schedule. I, I can't yeah. wait to meet him as well. I uh have a confession. I haven't messed with AI yet. I've kind of been a I don't know. <laughs> oh a late adopter. I think that's okay. I'm conservatively concerned about the privacy associated with AI and all the ideas that I want to talk to AI about and which AI is listening to me right now because mm. by the time this is published, they'll have been able to make it easy to turn all of our audio into words. Mm-hmm. And they're probably by AI. They can and do that already. Correct. And they are. And then it gets read by the, a, the, the chat GPT bot or the, uh, what's the Microsoft one called? What's the Google one called? Erdo. I think Google's is Erdo. It should be. Shout out to not Erdo. No, but in the marketing world, there's a current debate on using it. Dude, they had Drake fake deep fake songs. Drake. I. Why am I concerned about putting my business ideas into ChatGPT? Do I think my stuff's better than Drake? No. Like Drake got faked. So how can they like if you put it into ChatGPT, you've just submitted it as correct some like, yeah. the idea. I'm having Rick Rubin read me his book right now. It's awesome, and it talks about how if you don't execute an idea, don't be upset when that idea comes to fruition through someone else's hands. Sure, because in his opinion, the idea is not yours. The idea is out there, right? And the idea that I like to I like to say that dark matter is the connection between each electron, right? The electron being the mm-hmm. furthest point out on every molecule. Mm-hmm. So that's the that's the connection and how it's all connected, man, right? And so we get that all done and said, and then you're like, hmm, what is AI if it isn't truly connected to all the other electrons where does it exist does it affect the silicon carbide that it's sitting inside of taking all of our ideas and regurgitating them back to us in the in the tone of william shakespeare with the voice of maya angelo like angelou sorry but but here's what's rad so i had it write me a three paragraph email you made somebody write read an email that you didn't write. I think no. you're just mean. No, 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 Does no. Does that no. person oh. need the email? No, no, no. So I, I went through. Go ahead. I went through and I modified it to fix it to be mine, but it was a great template. It's like when you go to the internets and you download a, a resume template that's eighty percent done, and all you got to do is type your stuff in. Never it's just that, that. But I understand that people. Oh, I'm. Oh no! Well, I love borrowing other people's work. There's a fine line between having a template to start from, to then claiming the template as your own, and that's where we're having this debate within the marketing communities, is that you have individuals saying, "Oh, we'll just have this AI write your literature, write your web, write your email, write all your stuff." Write my patent. Right. Exactly. My white paper, my mm. article. On the flip side, you can't cite it. Because it's not a source, it's a gathering. But it's a in research. the instance of a patent, you could have it cite all the reference all the other patents. They're just nuns and zeros. But you can't cite AI. You you look at AI like a ghostwriter or a template. Sure, like and Wikipedia can, in the two thousands. Correct. But then, okay, well then, how do I, to your point, cite my source? Why well, don't know where the source is? I don't think people are. And they're not. And now they're. I don't writing, even think they're implying ownership. I think they don't care. Now there are tools being created to do a text search to see if AI wrote your paper. Correct. So now it's like, well, I don't want to use JetGPT at all because I don't want to be flagged for 
not owning the content mm. that I put my name on and published. But then we have individuals and companies saying, but we should be teaching it what we want it to say about our company. So it's a very interesting debate right now in our So industry. then we're just going to, we're going to ruin what we hoped was going to be a non-bias uh-huh. thought processing dingo. And we're going to give it our bias. Well, think about it. Like or are we going to give it conflicting bias enough to the point where it develops its own level of bias? Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it's, it's an interesting debate on what to do with this tool. Oh yeah. Anyway, we're we're totally gonna come back to that. Oh, dude, that's a that's that's like six months of topic. No, I know, but I'm just letting you know. And I am woefully ignorant at this point. So I probably should do some experimental. Bring your poem or your rap. So I'm having I'm having I'm having AI write it for me. Oh, you can write it. I don't care. Give Molly. Totally up to you. I wrote one last night. It was great. I'm not here to I'm not here to judge. I, I freestyled it and I wrote it like Jay Z, you know, Good. no paper, straight from my melon. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's perfect. It's perfect. What am I? What's my topic? What? What's the topic? I, don't know. I thought you safety. had a topic. I think Tyler, vision safety. I, I no, think Tyler I just has man crush on you. I think he just has man crush. He wants wow. to hear you well, he uh, drop some drop some rhymes so. down. Okay. You you could write it about vision safety. There's a challenge for you. <laughs> a poem on vision safety. Not a subject topic. I was expert on that. <laughs> I just <laughs> I had to bring it full circle. You did. You're great. See what I did there? Well yeah. done. And on that note, we're uh, we're coming that up hour, on time. Yeah. Tyler, Tyler, <laughs> Charlie has a call coming up here. Any uh, any final words on the Guardian Bandsaw Veo Robotics? I'll reach out to them. They're really kind. And uh, Omaha is right in the middle of America, so we can probably get them in the Central Time Zone for fun. Candela. Hey, we could even go to Omaha. Totally. I'm down. I got family there. I yeah. It's only what six hours from here. Not even. Six hours. Yeah, probably this. All right. Thank you all. Thank you. Thank you. And that's a wrap for today. Thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed your time with us, please like and subscribe. Keep the letters coming to automationadvocates at gmail.com. Until next time, thanks for listening. The opinions in this show are ours and not representative of our employers. While normally polished, occasionally we might slide off the rails and into the ditch. Forgive us for that one.